Okay. We're going. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> listeners around the world <laughs> this is bourbon and badges the podcast i am one of your hosts hound dog along with slow ride and buck they can't see you giving the thumbs up slow I ride. what's happening at the same time what's going on reg nothing much man how are y'all doing this evening hey ready for another episode man been waiting all week for it yeah me oh, too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we live for this stuff <laughs> And hey, welcome it's, to it's a lot of fun, you know. That's fun. I forgot something. Welcome to Studio Seventy Seven. Ding. Being heard all over the world. Studio Seventy Seven from Gas House, deep in the heart of. <laughs> Did you forget the rest of that? Or? Well, I mean, I don't need to say the rest of it. It's, all right, good deal. All right, man, we got some special things going on with our bourbon tonight. Buck, uh, what is it? What's going on? Well, instead of going with the super high quality bourbon taste test, <clears throat> we're going the opposite way, guys. And I know you're just thrilled to hear this. I'm sitting there looking at them. But uh, we have went to um, the other the other end of the spectrum. We're going to the very low end bourbons just to taste and see if we what if if there's any am, difference between them. And am I reading this one right? Hound dog. Oh no, I'm sorry. Old crow. My bad. Never mind. <laughs> we have. Uh, what we have here is we got some Ezra Brooks, uh, some Old Crow, and some Aristocrat. You know what? I have never had either of these. Never. None of the three. None of the None three. three of them. No. Nope. Well, you know, people come in the ABC store all the time. And they say, "Hey, man, where's your Aristocrat?" Well, they make everything. Yeah. <laughs> see, I, see, I didn't know that. I just thought they made vodka. Yeah, they know they make they make gin, they make whiskey, they make all kind of stuff. They make like. bourbon. They make. Uh, uh, tequila, it might. Uh, See, I had rum. no idea, no clue. So how are we doing this thing? Okay, well, what we have is we have a, a, it's kind of a blind taste. Excuse me, a blind taste test that we got set up. We got all three set up in um, in our little uh, uh, glasses. Uh, Slow Ride did the uh, glasses for myself and for Hound Dog. And I did the glasses for Slow Ride. And what we did is we have each marked with a sticker, red, green, yellow. When I've done yours and Hound Dogs, your red may or may not be different than Hound Dogs red. So you can't influence each other with your tasting or nosing notes. Well, you really thought that out, didn't you? He did think it. Yeah. He did think it out. <laughs> he did think it out. <laughs> he did think it out. <laughs> now, while we do this, I mean, it's just... Uh, well, you know, we, it's it's easy to sit here and, and for us to go do these quality bourbons all the time. Everybody don't drink quality bourbons all the time, you know. And sometimes you just you got to drink what's what's available. Well, these are actually mixers. You know, you, you'd lose basically. You'd yeah. use the lower the inexpensive lower end whiskeys for for your mixers because you're gonna make your own taste anyway. People come in all the time and they say, hey, what, what's good for this? You know, they don't want to mix it with whatever. And I said, well, if you're making your own taste. Yeah, you know, get the less expensive stuff. Don't don't get the you know top shelf. Don't spend fifty dollars on a bottle of liquor and then you know pour it on top of diet coke or something. Well, now these these uh, liquors, um, the Aristocrat is uh, bottled by Heaven Hill. Uh, I had no idea. Really? Yes, it is Heaven Hill. That's, a that's heavy, what it says right here on my handy daddy computer. <laughs> that's a heavy hitter right there. Yeah, 
I won't give the notes, and we'll just kind of let you figure that stuff out. But it's, uh, I think that cost me like seven dollars <laughs> for oh, all for three. The one, the one bottle, all three. For that bottle. Oh. <laughs> uh, next comes, you know, the Ezra Brooks. Um, and while he's doing that, I like to tell everybody, you know, he said he paid seven dollars himself. What we do is we each take a turn. Every third episode, you're responsible for bringing a bottle of whiskey. So if anybody wants to donate a bottle of whiskey, <laughs> we certainly appreciate it. Make it yes, easier. As long as it's not one of these three. <laughs> In any case, um, the Ezra Brooks is also bottled by Heaven Hill, and I didn't know that until I pulled up the notes, but it's bottled by All Heaven right. Hill. And then um, Old Crow um, has got an, actually a um, quite a history to it. Old Crow was uh, favored by um, Ulysses S. Grant. Um, Old Crow was also um, favored by um, Mark Twain. They were buddies, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, serious? Yeah. And um, I'm not serious. I just made uh, it up. Uh, it's like they'd be buddies. What's I the, bet you I know who knows them. What's the <laughs> yeah, guy from oh, The yeah, Duke. Yeah, the Duke probably know him. What's the guy that did – that did uh, Ah, uh, it's the author. I can't remember his name. I'll look it up in a minute. But Samuel Clemens. No, no, no. This is this is a. They had Steve Covered. No, it's not Steve Covered. It's definitely not Steve Covered. I'm an author. Yeah, I know you are. But um, Old Crow has it's been around for a long time, and it's and it's uh, it's got it's actually got his followers. So I'm actually interested to try the, the Old Crow more than the other two. But I mean, we're gonna we're gonna try all three of them. So I'm trying to think of the distiller that uh, you know. James Crow actually owned when he made Old Crow. It's now um, I'm trying to think of the name of the distiller. Dad, come it's, it's just it's escaped my last thought. Think about it in a minute. But anyway. Old Crow was uh, was started by a Scottish immigrant uh, named uh, James Crow. Yeah, James Crow, and it started oh. out in New York. Mister, okay, I can't read. Doctor, actually, Doctor James Crow, and his first one actually came out the, with the sour mash bill. Oh, really? He was so, chem- yeah, like a chemist, I think. So you know more about this stuff than I do, so go ahead. Well, <laughs> that didn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, and he had his own distillery, and it is now, dadgum, I can't think of the name of it. Foreman and Brown owns the distillery. It's, it's uh, the only one on the public trading. Okay, actually, actually, the, the people that actually own it, this is kind of like – the benchmark benchmark is to Buffalo Trace. This is actually to uh, Jim Beam, according to this. No, it's not Jim Beam. What? <laughs> it's right there. It all is. right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, stay I'm, on the mic. That's what I'm reading. I'm reading right now. This is Jim Beam's. This is Jim's Beam, Jim Beam's bourbon. So it's not been aged as long as the uh, regular Jim Beam. So, so Steve just took his head head muffs off and. They just y'all keep talking, signaling, turn around, walked uh, off. Apparently, he's getting ready to look for something. But um, uh, Jim Beam, uh, to me, it's just, it's got all the flavor notes and everything on this. I mean, and Jim Beam, I don't know if they if they purchased it or or what at one time, but uh, is uh, I'm and, you, and you may be right. I'm sorry. I went check what, out the uh, whiskey what'd you, vault. What'd you find out? Uh, Woodford Reserve. That's the distillery now that used to be old, the Old Crow Distillery. It, 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 it wasn't called Old Crow Distillery, but Old Crow owned the distillery, which is now Woodford Reserve. I'm okay. sorry. Cool. That's what I was thinking about. You may be right who owns it, no, the, Old Crow. The, the Old Crow is aged, actually, at three-plus years. All right. So it's actually, I mean. Sorry, that's our heavy hitter. 
Yeah, we'll have to see how that how that tastes compared to the rest of it. So, All right, so we ready? I'm ready. Let's hey, let's, let's drink about it. It's going to be kind of difficult to to because each one's going to be. We're going to have to try like the, this one first. This, this is not my number one right here. Oh yeah, uh, y'all need something right. You go round the back of your uh, oh, outline. Yeah, you got to write down what which one you think's what. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know what's what. No, but you're going. So the, why are we doing a blind taste give, test? If you don't because guess. I can give the uh, we can give out which ones we like the best. All right, all right. So number one is this one right here for me. I don't know. Got the red dot or what? We're gonna do red dot it's first. Got a red dot. All right, red dot first. We're really scientific around here. Red dot. Don't mean I work at a convenience store, does it? <laughs> right. Doesn't mean you work in a liquor store. <laughs> Oh yeah, South Carolina, right? They have the three red dots. Well, oh yeah, that's usually synonymous. Did I say that right? You sound like you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I do sound like I'm drunk, and I ain't had nothing. Well, I did. And what did you say? We're gonna what are we gonna do? We're gonna we we'll just drink about it. Drink. Let's drink about it. That's drink pretty cool. It. All right. Well, it smells like bourbon. Now, the thing about it is, red. The red dot may be all three different for us. Well, that's correct. Yeah, so we can't influence yeah. each other. Yeah, I'm getting a good clean vanilla note off mine. I've already passed the smelling and went to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely terrible. It's not mine's not bad. Mine's not bad at all. <laughs> if you can see, if you can see Buck's face. Mmm. <laughs> that's a, that was delicious. All right, where's some water at? Uh, it's got like a. Uh, I kind of like that. It's got like a slight aftertaste to it. I'm not sure what the aftertaste is. Massive. This one, this one for me is flat and dull. Not much taste at all. See, this would be a good mixture. It's not going to influence your drink too much. What I've got. It's not going to influence your drink too much, and you're going to still get some alcohol. Well, I mean, anyone I've, uh, I've pushed towards, you know, they, they can. I, I drink my, you know, I, I mix my stuff. I always, you know, I'll push them towards a benchmark or something. I don't push them something towards something that's quality, you know, even though benchmark is pretty good. I think my red's 80 proof. Well, I, I imagine probably all about 80 proof, actually. What do you think? I don't know what we're doing next. Okay. Well, we're going to do the. Uh, we're going to open up something nice after this. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, we're not knowing that. Let's back up. We're not really knocking these these pours. These are mixers. All right. We're going to do the green one. The next. green. Oh, wait a I'm, I ain't done yet. Oh. I'm still tasting and liking this one. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, somebody got a turd laying around so get this taste all mouth, do you? <laughs> That's not nice. That is not nice. So you might be messing with his, you know, psychologically oh, messing with him. You talking about with a hound dog or? No, four minutes. All right. I'm done with the red dot. What color are we going next? We'll go to the green. Green. All right. Give me a drink of water. We're doing this, this kind of quickly because we got three different three different to do, and it's going to run into a lot of time on our show. So. I mean, it smells like. So if you do drink Old Crow, and it's your drink of choice, and the you know by golly keep drinking it, or Aristocrat, or Elijah Brooks keep drinking it, calls um, Ezra. Yeah, it's his little brother Ezra. <laughs> keep drinking them, calls. Thing about it is, is 
your best drink, your favorite drink is the drink you're drinking. It's the way you like to like. drink it. Yeah. There's no Look. wrong way to drink it or no wrong thing to drink. Look, when you when you smell it, you're supposed to breathe in, not out through your nose. Yeah, and again, Buck dunks. <laughs> he, he don't know. He, he dunks. He dunks his nose in it and breathes in and out at the same time. I don't get nothing off of this one. <laughs> oh. Hmm. I'm getting very little off of it. I mean, it's, it smells like bourbon. Okay. All right. Might drink a little bit more of that in a minute. Let the air out. <laughs> it's been airing for a little bit. We, pour, we pre-poured these before the show, so it's going to save us some time as well. That might tell you something. Man, I get a... Oh, this is pretty good. I get a hint of plastic on that one. On the smell of it. I'm going to hit a headache on that one. You liked it? You like that? Well, yeah. The first one, I know why a dog licks his butt now. <laughs> But the second one's pretty. This second one is too bad. All right, and I don't know what I'm getting. Again, these are still flat, still a um, little more barrel, a little more barrel. I still want to say eighty proof on this one as well. We're we supposed to be guessing a proof. No, I just like to. Okay, okay, I want to say eighty proof. Oh, copycat! Hey, Buck, are all of them eighty proof? I'm betting they are. <laughs> Have you looked? No, I haven't. But I mean, I'm I'm assuming they're probably all pretty pretty about the same. No, this one's not eighty proof. It's forty percent by alcohol by volume. That's <laughs> eighty proof. It's a joke. It's a joke. Y'all again? Y'all need to loosen. Y'all need some more drink. Oh, drink. Yeah. y'all need to loosen up. Yeah. Right. Right. This one's. I don't think this one is as good as the first one I had. But uh, so it was a joke. There we go. How about that. I'm, not, I'm done writing on that one. I don't write nothing on it. I didn't write nothing on this my second one either. I'm not sure about that. It's a little lighter. Mm. I think mine was a little lighter. Well, as far as the way it looks, I mean. Oh, well, now we're going to yellow, yellow dot. Yeah, yeah which are in these these other size decant uh, right. drinks. So. Yeah, Buck brought three these three bottles to us in a total value of six ninety nine with tax. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually thirty two dollars for all three bottles. Yes. Oh damn, licorice. Really? Yeah. Well, this one I'm getting nothing on the nose at all. The yellow dot. It's still licorice. Ninety proof. Oh, really? You think it's ninety proof? <clears throat> Unless I'm wrong, we look at these. I think all three are really real close. Same flavor profile. Yeah, yellow dot's definitely licorice taste to me. All right, at least some air time, guys. Somebody needs to talk. So, <laughs> so how far along are we going before we divulge Throw up? what is what? How far along are we going to right go until we divulge? Ready? Yes. I want to know what my red dot is. All right, hang on. And then I'm going to mix all these in okay. one glass. Yellow is right. my favorite out of the three. But these are definitely all um, – they're mixers. That's what they're made for. They're yeah. made to mix – and you don't need a lot of flavor profile in your mixing of your of your whiskeys or your bourbons. You just need the alcohol. Punch. Okay, so now how, now how did you rate them? You said the yellow was your favorite. Yellow's number one. Green's number two. Red's number three. Okay, so yellow for you was Old Crow. The uh, green is Aristocrat, and the red was Ezra Brooks. Okay. 
Well, good saying? deal. Yeah, for you guys. <clears throat> but your red is aristocrat. How you know? How'd you how'd you pick fa- your flavor your favors your flavors your Flavor- favorite flavors your, your flavors that was not good. Well, uh, they can't see when you hold up a glass. Uh, to them is not the good. Red was not good. I didn't. So aristocrat. Yeah. And hound uh, dog, your red was all crow. I thought it was. I, had, I just had a feeling. So how do you rate it? Oh, that's number one. Number one. Yeah. So you like the old crow? Yeah. So you and I got old crows number one so far. Yeah. yeah. Buck, your green was Brooks. And Hound Dog, your green was Aristocrat. Number three. What what was my number what was my red, Buck? Uh your red was Ezra Brooks. Really? All right. So you rated uh you actually rated Aristocrat had Ezra Brooks. All right, uh Buck, your yellow was old crow. Yeah, that's the one I like the best. And Brooks for yours, Hound Dog yeah, Yellow. That was number two. So for me, Hound Dog, it was Old Crow. Uh, number two is Ezra Brooks, and three is Aristocrat. Well, that's the same exact way I had it. Well, I'm here to tell you right now. I'm gonna, you talking about mixing together. I'm going to drink this uh, Old Crow. I'll drink it. I'll drink it by itself. Hang on, I may mix the other two. The that's a good idea. To you know, to take the paint off. Well, I mean, we got. We can start fires with that or something. I mean, and just for just for nutting purposes, uh, we do have a ninety proof in the mix. One ninety proof and two two eighty proof, and I mixed. I missed it. Oh, the, the Ezra Brooks and ninety proof. Yeah. Yeah. Really? What, what did you have me for yellow? What was it? That was Old Crow. Yellow was Old Crow. Yeah, Brooks is a uh, ninety proof. The other two are eighty proof. So I missed my missed my proof on that. Dad it. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> this, I, I would. All right. This uh, old crew, I, I would sit and drink it. Really? Yeah, I like it. The other two, not so much, but. Oh, yeah, that's what your wife I, drinks it, with when she drinks. If I was. Uh, it's not huh? what she drinks, it's what she drinks with. Well, well, no, she don't like it. No, she drinks with an old crow. She drinks with you. Huh? Never mind. He's calling you an old crow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still old hound dog. But, I, I mean, I could drink those. I mean, if I had some like some ginger beer or something to make a a you know Kentucky mule out of, exactly I'll, what they I are. Think the it'd mixers, be fine. It's um, exactly what they are. Yeah, yeah all three. Uh, if, if I if I drink if I mix my bourbon with something, I would probably oh uh, the bourbon. Yeah, I would probably <laughs> choose the. Uh, oh man, good gosh, I man, you really got to really got caramel on that. The aristocrat. All right, I think the old crow is my favorite. Hey, yeah, while we're doing this, hey, that's wild. All three of us like the old crow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right? Didn't know who you like, Buck? Yeah. Yeah. See? Uh, while we're doing this, I'd like to give a shout out to a, a, a gentleman came in. Him and his wife came into the ABC store last night. I worked from uh, three to closing, and they came in. He's he's new to the bourbon scene. And, man, we got we got along great. We started talking about bourbon. His wife says she didn't drink bourbon, but she it made her interested in just hearing what we had to say about it. Lawrence is his name. Guy, uh, Lawrence, if you listen, brother, also talking about the show. He said be listening. So we'll give a shout out to Lawrence and your wife. Appreciate you coming to ABC Store. Appreciate you finding a new love for bourbon. And, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be a long and expensive journey. <laughs> it can true. be. And we do appreciate it if you ever get around to listening to our little podcast. Yeah, ask him when he come back in the store next time. Uh I'm trying to think. I think he took uh, Woodenville home with him. Excellent choice. Yeah, I think that's what he took home with him. So he's going to give me, let me know what you think about that. Let me know what he thinks about the show as well when it comes in. Okay, the tasting notes on this on this old crow it says uh, it's uh, 51% corn. Um, uh, it's aged in, of course, new charred oak barrels. Um, it's aged three years. Um, 
it says that it's supposed to have a buttery finish. I don't know now what that means. Is it mean just like buttery isn't smooth? Or I don't know if it's buttery, like but I drink it, my brother. Your brother? <laughs> <laughs> what? He's going to drink with his brother. Uh, kind of sounds like Elmer Fudd. It's got a sharp bite and with hints of corn and leather. I get the leather now that you tell me that. Very it light. Goes very well light with notes. dishes, with, with any dish. Yeah, hand dog pegged it, man. He's on his notes. Con said, uh, Con said it's uh, got a very short finish, which can be negative with some drinkers. It does. And it has little to no age infusion, so the bar- uh, bourbon tastes very young or fresh. Now, looking at these things, uh, Alt Crow is kind of light. The Aristocrat's a little darker looking. Got a little more caramel color. Caramel. Caramel. You say, if you say it to the mic, everybody would appreciate it. Caramel. I'm surprised you didn't pick that out on all three of them. Yeah, I am too. I'm very surprised. Reggie, do we have a winner this week on Pick the Yes, we do. Location. Pick the whatever. location. On our Facebook page, we put a picture of a uh, pretty cool looking car. And now you do that every week, correct? I try to, yes. I try we'll remember. to. Yeah. We're not in a drunken stupor. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do it two or three days ahead of time. But this week's, the it's always the very first person that responds with the correct answer. Gives a shout out on the on Gives a shout out on our uh, on the radio, podcast. On the mic. And tonight's shout out goes to David Sharkey Glasscock from the DC chapter of Renegade Pigs. He I mean it was just damn near instantaneous. I'm telling you, D C chapter really stand out. Guys, the rest of these pigs out there, Renegade Pigs listening, y'all need to step up the plate, man. DC's kicking butt on on the air here with us. Yeah, and which was you know, I'm I feel like <clears throat> I have to give this the runner up a honorable mention this week. Because the time lapse between when Sharky sent uh, sent in his and the second place guy sent in his was about ten seconds. Wow! And it was uh, Jim Workman here in Gastonia. Jim Workman from Gastonia. Both Court. of them guessed the Gas Monkey Garage. And we know Jim. We you know, I looked at the, I could not. I could. I've looked and I sat there and pondered over. I could not. Fig- I could not figure that one out. It, they had a uh, a hint in, in the uh, background. I, I, I was figuring you would. I just I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. Oh, have you told me something cool along those same lines? What's that? Being a great detective, I used to be picking up on hints like that that I missed completely. Why are you leaning back for, Buck? It's not a long story. <laughs> it's not a long story. I, I, I believe you. Go ahead. I got a call from Gastonia Police Department, reference to an old case, uh, old cold case, and I'm going up Tuesday to meet with them and uh, govern old case that I worked on that they, that they have reopened. Did you? I thought it was last week. Yeah, they posted. They, they actually, yeah, could you believe they kicked me to the curb because they had a homicide? Oh man, what, what's up? Oh yeah, uh, protocol people, protocol. Big name here, big podcaster here, man. That, that she got priority of her homicide. Priorities, not protocol. Well, so let's start with a P. <laughs> so how about that? Well, you can spell that much anyway. But anyway, uh, yeah, I get the opportunity to go up there and meet with the detectives and uh, go over that old cold case. I'm looking forward to that. They said they would uh, really, really like me to come up and 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 volunteer my time. <laughs> They're sitting there getting paid. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to do that. But if you look, Steve, I'm gonna show you the uh, the hint that was in the picture. I know everybody else can't see oh. it, but you'll know what I'm talking about. Right here, the E Y. That's the oh. E Y and the gas and yeah. the monkey. And exactly right. The R G R garage. Yeah, that's that's excellent. So you're gonna put a hint in every photo? No, no. Oh. It just happened. Right? <laughs> just have to be that one. Well, good deal. Okay, I'm gonna go back to this in just a second. The Ezra Brooks that says I is caramel. Um, I is Steve. 
And the nose was, was uh, <laughs> well, that oaky with dark fruit. What's dark fruit? Hey, you is that o- like an apple or hey, you oaky caramel? I don't know. Is dark fruit is that is that a particular type? Particular um, it says char, nuts, <clears throat> spice, and herbal and cocoa notes. And the palate was nutty with a hint of uh, oak and dark fruit. So I didn't get in. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Just to be perfectly honest. Maybe whoever came with those tasting notes was drinking prior to opening that bottle. Well, I mean, it's not that it's, not that it's terrible. Are it's, we are well, we sipping on these three things here? We're going to open up something else. Whatever you want to do. I'm going to finish off this old crow. All sure. right. It's old crow. Okay, good deal. God, that's awful. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Man, oh, that, did you, did yeah, you mix mix, oh man, that's awful. All right, note, note to self: <laughs> do not mix. Awful. And you know, tell, tell me, I'm not, refresh your memory. What we do? What we're doing about the? Uh, no, we're not doing that to that bottle. No, we're the not bottle we that. first started, we pouring what an ounce, ounce and a half, an ounce and a half of everything we drink into that yeah, bottle. And, yeah, it's going in there, it's, and we're gonna put these no, three in there. No, it no, it's no. got to. It's got to. Oh, oh man! But looking at the bottle, it's about a little, little over a quarter full, and it has a really dark, rich it looking does. color. But for anybody out there, I would suggest not to mix Absolute and Ezra Brooks because it is freaking nasty when you mix them together. Uh, okay, all right. So, um, yeah, we're we're, we're drinking. I'll put this over here. Bourbon whiskey, Kentucky straight bourbon. All right. And oh, that's awful. <laughs> Kentucky straight sour mash was the same thing. A, you know, every, 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 all of them's got sour mash in them. Both of them was Kentucky straight bourbon, Kentucky straight bourbon, bourbon whiskey. So, what's the difference between a straight bourbon and a bourbon whiskey or a straight whiskey? Topic of the day. So, what is the difference? Uh, I don't really know. What well, is the difference? We you know Hound Dog and I are talking about this. Uh, you know, the a straight whiskey. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hound Dog. A straight whiskey. You're wrong. Right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Please come back. A straight whiskey it will fit the format or the requirements by law of a straight bourbon up until they influence it in some other way. It would be a straight bourbon, and like um. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels does a charcoal filtration. If they didn't do charcoal filtration, it'd be a straight bourbon. Okay. So you're looking at me like I said so that wrong. What I don't understand. <laughs> no, you said it right, but what I don't understand is how does charcoal change? It just you just filtering it. Why? How does it change the uh, well, flavor of it? The it does change the flavor because you get the charcoal flavor out of it. But the thing about it is, it re, it changes the requirement of the law. The law states that. To be a straight bourbon, it has to meet certain criteria that we, you know, we've covered them in tons and tons of shows. Okay, so why does I mean, if if you're in, if if you're Jim Beam, you couldn't charcoal filter anything. You could, but you'd, you'd be producing a whiskey, not a straight bourbon. Okay, so why does charcoal and does it change the taste? It does, it, or is it, it just it's filters? An, it's an influence outside. The three things so, can influence the taste. So you're saying the influence doesn't necessarily have to be influence the taste of it. Correct. Doing something outside the standard of the law, you know, we actually printed out the, the the law on a straight bourbon, and it printed out so small, none of us can read it. But we we know we know what it is. Uh, All right, so let me ask you this, Steve. And say you have some uh, leather. 
<laughs> some leather. <laughs> say, all right, so I got you, leather. Say you're on a distillery and you have the same mash bill, and you run the through the distillery and it distills it into alcohol. You pour it into the same mash bill. You fill it up, fill one barrel up, roll that another way, roll another barrel, fill it same mash bill. Put both barrels in a rick house. Put both barrels beside each other in the same rick of the rick house. And you leave one of them in there for 364 days. Or, well, no. Two years for a straight bourbon. Yeah, okay. So you leave one in there for two years, and you pull one out one day earlier, one day sooner than the two years is up. So the one you pull out, is that a bourbon or is that a It's going to be a whiskey. Because it, well, it's going to be a bourbon whiskey, but it's not going to be a straight bourbon because it did not meet the two-year minimum requirement. So it's got, no matter if it's the same mash bill or anything. Correct. One's a bourbon and one's a Correct. There's whiskey. only three things. And, and other than it, you have to age statement. Age statement's going to be at least two years on a straight bourbon. If it's bottled in the bond, it's going to be four years. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the three things can actually influence it. One is the yeast, the mash bill, and the barrel. Or the white oak container, you know, everybody uses a barrel because that's what you do. So if, I mean, just going back to what we, you know, we, we saw that little episode a while ago of something where they were doing, uh, making the Jack Daniels. So if it, it doesn't matter if um, they were using the uh, sugar maple uh, to make the charcoal out of. I mean, it's, it, with no, sugar, the charcoal itself, doesn't matter what they use, just the charcoal itself it takes it away from being a bourbon. So if they use like if they like like out of the barrel if they use like um, if they took the remains of a of a barrel that they'd had and used that to filter it would it be it would not be a straight bourbon because of filtration that's cool I mean you've had you've had everybody had Jack Daniels and Jack Daniels is the number yeah. one selling selling whiskey in the world twenty four million gallons a year I think it is yeah that's yeah. a lot so yeah you know, it's it's a good drink it's is good it more than Jameson. We talked about Jameson last week. How many barrels they lose? I mean, bottles they lose. One hundred ninety-two thousand a uh, day. I mean, they sell more than Jameson. Cause it seemed like I, I, in that same show they said Jameson was the, big, the biggest seller in the world. The biggest Irish drink. I wonder if that's what. Maybe I just took it away from it. it was just. Hello. But anyway, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. And the thing about it is, is uh, the, and let me look here for a second. And, you know, again, we, we said this on a. a few of our podcasts we are nowhere near experts in this <laughs> we don't even claim to be we just like looking stuff up on the internet yeah, don't, don't don't make a bet off something we tell you <laughs> because, you know we just put that out there We're now not this stuff experts. burns if you put like a can a, a match to it like that particular i don't know when do we need a lighter <laughs> no don't want to burn the studio down do you know it would it burn that's 80 i don't know I don't know. That's any proof. I'm gonna do. I'm, hey, what's your segue? It's gonna be a really cool segue. Talk about hot topics, burning stuff. Hot topics. What's the hot topic of the day? Of 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 now. Satellites. Satellites. Yes. I don't know. has got some satellite information. I got more. some. Yeah, I do. I do have. Yeah, some you brought that to the table tonight. And that's to uh, yeah. we always have a pre-podcast meeting, and Hound Dog brought to the table. And it's very interesting. So yeah. enlighten us, brother. All right. So today, January twenty fourth, at around ten a.m. this morning. And, Footnote, we always podcast the day before it was released. So it'll be yes. released on the 25th. Yes, the 25th, but today's 24th, Sunday. 
Uh, SpaceX launched a rocket this morning carrying 143 satellites into space. How big a rocket does it take? How, how big can how big can satellite be? Well, technically, they were nano and micro satellites. Really? The uh, the nano satellites, nano and micro satellites, they weigh anywhere between 10 kilograms, which is 20 pounds, up to 100 kilograms, which is 220 pounds. So that makes that, that's a small one. Up that's a small one. That's yeah. pretty cool. But, uh, <clears throat> so that piqued my curiosity. I went on the uh, old internet and looked up, see how many satellites are already in orbit over the Earth now. Is They said it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 6,000. Out of the 6,000 satellites. Now that's for the whole world. That's, that's the United States, Russia, whoever. And yes, in the this is a satellite so around. This is an educational program around Earth. You liable to learn something here, people. So out of the six thousand that's up there, forty percent of them are non-operational. Ooh. They don't work. I got an idea. What's that? What's going to take get our own satellites? <laughs> hey, you know what? It might just take something like getting a sticker put on it or something. <laughs> well, who's <laughs> going to put the sticker on it? <laughs> Hey, we could get that and have you know charge people to buy, to bounce information off of it. To, yeah. So you know. Oh, oh, oh we get a big list of people's names. You pay us hundred dollars, put your name on satellite. <laughs> yeah. So that's roughly twenty four hundred satellites up there not being used right now. And do they stay? Then, in, do they stay there forever? They stay there forever until one of them falls out of orbit and crashes violently to the Earth. Oh, now sure. do they do they pretty much burn up before they get to the Earth? A lot of it does, but oh. you know some doesn't. Some of it don't. But then you know that made me ask the question. We got a metal detector sitting over in the corner. We need to find one. The average weight of a satellite, a regular satellite, is about twelve thousand one hundred twenty-five pounds. Well, heavy duty, Judy. Yeah, and that means there's approximately twenty-nine million one hundred thousand pounds of satellite debris floating around in our orbit right now. How? Yeah, that's that's amazing. How, how's the space? Station not hit one of those. I don't know because they're in orbit. And, 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 they have a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> they're in orbit. So in, I mean, they're not. They're they're in a set orbit. So they're in a set sphere going around. No, I Earth. understand that, but if these things are falling from space, they're falling. They're getting out of their orbit. Yeah, they're falling out of orbit, but they're not, I don't think they're falling into the path, the orbit path, or something else. Well, aren't you quite the scientist? No, I'm not. Aren't I mean, I, I, mean, I could little. be completely wrong on that. If you had something in a high orbit, I guess it's, it is possible for it to be. To fall down through and hit something in a lower orbit, I guess. But but see, here's here's what brought here's what concerns me a little bit. How in the world, or how in the space, <laughs> can we get that unnecessary debris out of there? Oh, that's what there, you talking about. Oh, you talking about some scrapping? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do. We're gonna scrap I'm, some satellites, I'm, boys. <laughs> if it, if it's possible, why why can't the space station wheel up to one of these? Satellites, these, these kind of like collecting bottles. Get, yeah, <laughs> get pull it out, destroy it, or whatever they do. You know, I don't know what I don't know. They have capabilities on this. Uh, if there's a way, you could probably send it into the sun. Well, that, yeah, just something to, yes. I mean, there, there'd have to be a way you probably have to have a rocket or something. Attached Some to third it. world country, they can use that metal for something, make pots or something. I, I mean, I'm sure we could yeah. probably bring it back and use it for stuff, but. Yeah, but you know, to me, that's a lot of damn junk. It's uh, the th- you know the Look problem with getting up there. I mean, the problem with bringing anything back is it's, it's difficult to bring stuff back 
back down to Earth. I mean, that's well, not necessarily. And how would you SpaceX, know that? You could crash it down, I guess, into no, the Earth. SpaceX has come up with the rocket they, that they sent off this morning. It landed itself after it got rid of the payload. It came back down to Earth and landed itself. That's so you're saying cool. you could, they could take the – who owns SpaceX? Is that uh, Elon Musk? Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the genius of this. Elon Musk will make a lot of money. Yeah, he was well. He there for a while. He was the richest person in the world for about. Four and I days. can't work. I can't work my pay. I can't work myself off. And, <laughs> and, right. uh, Jeff, you know Jeff Bezos packs him back up apparently, but uh, Elon Musk is a. He's not. I mean, he's not just. He's a visionary. Yeah, he is a visionary. He's, uh, and do you know, think he drinks old croak? He might. He might. I mean, it's presidential drink. No, I like you're too good to drink old croak. There, I'm not too me. good because uh, Ulysses S. Grant and Hunter S. Thompson. Also, drink. because that's all they had. Hunter Thompson's not been dead that long. Well, you know what killed him? Old Crow. <laughs> <laughs> the Old Crow and uh, probably a bunch of other drugs, too. So, so if anybody Thompson. out there in, in podcast land can figure out how in the world to get those crappy satellites that's no longer being used <laughs> back down to Earth or out destroyed, so they well, I mean, so they're not cluttering up For all you scientists uh, listen to our show. So they're not <laughs> cluttering up our uh, atmosphere. We'd well, appreciate it. I mean, they're probably spread out over a lot. I mean, you got to imagine, too, that, I mean, if you look at the Earth, and this is spread out over yeah, and, a, and I'm a sure, more of a distance than the Earth. I'm sure somebody's so, thinking, well, 6,000 is not that many. No, it is but not. the fact is, it's junking up our fucking solar system. Yeah, we don't need to junk in our solar system. What, what if alien comes by and sees all that junk in our trunk? <laughs> Will you shut up? You well, they, don't think shut about, up. they don't think we're like Trader Park trash or something. Man, it was better when he took his headphones off and walked outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to the, um, to the whiskey vault yeah, and see what's were, going on. Yeah, you went. You went. Well, and, I needed. I could not remember the name of that that uh, liquor. I don't know why. But well, anyway, that's all I had about the uh, that. I hope not, man. We're only thirty seven minutes to the show, man. Make something well, up. I will make up something. Um, going back to Elon Musk, what do you think the future of electric cars are? <sighs> Wait, let's let's back up for a second. Go ahead. That's a good question, but Steve, show you. Go ahead. There is an app for your cell phone. I want to, tell, I want to keep it relative to the story of what we're telling. It there's, is. There's, there's Elon app, Musk. There's, yeah, but you're talking electric cars. Elon Musk. He's he builds, got an electric car in outer space. He builds the premier electric car in the I world I bet he today. don't build them. He pays somebody else to build them. It's got his name on it. <laughs> but there's an app on you get for your phone that will track the... the Space satellite, satellites, space station, things is really cool. And it tells you when they're coming over and the visibility of it and stuff. So you can actually oh, see yeah, I've, 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 I've got that app downloaded because, quite frankly, space stuff kind of intrigues me a little bit. You are kind of I have not spaced yet, out. True. I have not yet seen the International Space Station. I'm telling you, been up in the mountains. Over Gaston, North we, Carolina. Last time I went up there look at, looking and, and, and around stuff, look at the check on the place. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, there's too much light pollution here in Gaston for it to really see oh, anything. Yeah. But up there, man, you can see all kinds of stuff. It's just yeah. really neat. You've seen the Space Station. Yes, sir. Several times. And the satellites, it's, it's unbelievable. See, I, I got this. Let me download on my, I got my handy-dandy app right here. It's upside down. Got to another way. To make a visual, how dog is looking at his phone. I got it. Unless I got my head in the So what about Elon Musky? <laughs> he owns Elon, Tesla. Elon, he owns company. Tesla, which is, you know, the biggest yes. electric car company in the world. And, you now, know, where are they located? California? No, uh, they're moving to Texas. But they're located in California, moving to Texas. Why are they moving to Texas? Uh, because of the problem, the high tax rates in California. That's another the 
I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I where did believe, NRA just leave? They left New York, went to Texas. I wasn't talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Buck, we please let Steve say something. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm please let Steve say I'm something. I'm not speaking rest time. Go ahead. So he'll, so he'll be happy. In any case, I, I mean, if we go by what's he shut uh, Biden is shutting down the, the pipeline and he's he's going to stop fracking and stuff. So it looks to me like uh, gas prices are going to go up somewhere between five and six dollars a gallon ultimately. And that's going to push us towards electric cars. I mean, the, pr- the problem is if he's pushed, you know, to get oil. So he's these, buying his agenda. These electric cars are also, they got oil in them. They got, you know, plastics and stuff you have to, you have to make from, from stuff like that. So petroleum. So he's going to make, he's going to make uh, petroleum. He's going to, he's going to end up making the only thing that you can get is electric cars, but he's going to make the electric cars more expensive at the same time by restricting. All the oil and stuff. So, are you a fan or not a fan? No, I'm not a fan of. No. Uh, I am a huge fan of Elon Musk. Oh, and but because he's ahead. I mean, he's a visionary. He's ahead of his time. I mean, he was he was seeing this. Do you think he's ahead of his time, or he just has a vision that he's actually following that could go down a rabbit hole that we don't go down? Is there anyone else that's doing it? Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people people doing a lot of things. Okay, name one. Steve Carver. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows, the International Space Station now is he got this morning? the coast of Australia. It's where? Oh, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I wouldn't say anything, hound dog. I'm done. It was Buck, and he started laughing. I didn't say anything. The International Space Station is somewhere off the coast of Australia. That's what we're talking about a minute ago. Can I say went, it's cool? Before you went down a rabbit hole. I think, what rabbit hole did I go down? Buck's going down a rabbit hole. Buck does this stuff, and then I get pulled down that deep, dark hole, and you fuss at me. But jealousy Buck, but is Buck's a, always right jealousy is the nasty animal so I'm saying <laughs> so you know what Elon Musk speaking of him I think he's got a vision of uh, going to Mars yes he does uh, <clears throat> going on a what, uh, what's it called on his own on his own dime too. yeah on his own dime I yeah. mean that's uh, I think that's impressive yep <laughs> look at Buck's pre-podcast pour. Yeah, prior to the podcast, Buck poured... Oh, that looks nasty. Poured a premium liquor. That looks like beer. A premium bourbon into his glass and put a big ice beer in there. And now, yes, it's like a light color beer now. Okay, what's this got to do with the... Because your taste buds go, mama. What kind of bourbon is that in that beer-looking glass? Uh, Callahan. Callahan. Okay. One part Callahan, nine part water. As long as you didn't say Blanton's. Because I would never let you do that. <laughs> Some nasty stuff. Uh, I hate talk, that we're not on. Hey, I hate we're not on YouTube. You can't see these. Talk these nasty. Pieces. Taste that shit right there. That's the nastiest. I stuff. believe you, brother. It's so nasty. You're not drinking it at all. No, hell no. I'm pouring out as soon as I get up out of here. So uh, the ultimately what I'm what I was saying about this Elon Musk thing. I think it's not within. It's not. It, I think is within the realm of possibility that in the next ten years it's going to be hard to buy. Uh, actual petroleum cars, gas-run cars. You know what? I would definitely have a uh, Tesla car. Those are the bad, most badass. Oh, cars them things are fast as hell. Production mm-hmm. today, but um, the, I mean, the bad it's like electric Harley Davidson. Why would you want one? They make they're them. fast as hell. Unless you're a woman, or well, they make them. They make like well, I know they make them. I know they make them. Live wire. Make... Chris Ashley was wanting one. Well. <laughs> Yeah. I'd say a lot of stuff that can beat me up, so I ain't gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, he can definitely beat you up. So but, yeah, uh, I would definitely rock a, a Tesla. I would too. I would too. In a heartbeat. And you know, have you seen the new uh Ford has got a uh 
new Mustang coming out. It's called the uh, yep, the Mach. It's a Ford Mach. Now it had it's it's a it's an electric vehicle too, but it's pink. No, no, uh, it's got about a. Uh, I think it's like a two hundred fifty mile range, so you can drive you can drive from here to Myrtle Beach, charge it up in about. So could you charge minutes. it in his own cigarette lighter? No, <laughs> you never had to stop. Just keep the, keep it plugged in. <laughs> Good lord! No, you couldn't do that, Steve. <laughs> oh, it's oh, a thought. No, no, you can't do that. I wish I, I do wish we had video because the look that Buck is <laughs> well worth. It. He's like, you fucking it's a idiot. joke. It's a joke. They don't even make cigarette lighters anymore. You have to have a USB port. That's true. I'm not case, stupid. You know, everyone's coming out with their own electric car. So uh, even there's F one fifty is coming out. It's uh, it's a hybrid. So I, I think the front wheels are driven off of an electric motor, and the rear wheels are driven off of a. So, I mean, everybody's going that way. It won't be, I'll say, in five years, there's going to be more electric cars being sold than actual uh, petroleum-driven cars. Well, I disagree. Do you really? I do. I, do. I, don't, I don't think, I, I think, yes, will it happen? Yeah, it will. But in five years, no. There's, too, a, ma- there's too many things out there now that still required gas. I've got an electric car. Golf car. <laughs> you got an electric golf car, yeah. I mean, so I. The, the problem is, you know, say gas have gets. A race. Let's do it. So I'm gas right. gets to be six dollars a gallon. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna push people to want to do that. I this prior administration, it will be. We'll I agree. It, we'll leave it at that. I agree. I mean, I agree. I don't want to get too much into politics, but we did run into an old buddy of mine that said that he uh, he doesn't drink. A buddy of ours. I'm not going to say Jeff Wooten's name. <laughs> and he said that the bourbon part sucks because you don't drink. That sucks. That's boring. That's boring. That sucks, man. But look at politics. That was great. You only need to do more of that. And quit drinking. Hey, Jeff. I know you're not listening, but if you do happen to come across this, if you want to hear something besides bourbon, come on the show. You yeah. can talk about whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm not coming to the show. I'm not going to show my bourbon. He I'm won't do it. it. He will not do it. That's I'm, why I said that. Well, well, I've given my subject for the for the day, which is uh, off the cuff, but I, I really do. I do think that uh, electric cars are going to be. I was talking about back in uh, 2009 when they had the uh, they bailed out GM. Which I was completely against. Um, I'm a, I'm against any bailouts. Which administration was that? That was. Oh, uh, there you go. That was. I mean, well, see, they don't smoke crow. It, it was not just that though. I mean, because McCain was behind it. That's the reason I didn't vote for McCain. He, McCain was behind it. Obama was behind it. All these other people were behind it. If if they had thanks, Lou. If they Red had Lou. let, um, if they had let. Oh, uh, GM go bank going to bankruptcy, reorganize and come back. It would open up the spot that maybe we would already be driving electric cars. You know, that would be well, there's going to be a vacuum. There's going to be something that pops in there, and I maybe so. Okay, I don't know if if this is our topic or not, but why electric cars? Why? Why? Because a because we're going to be we're being pushed that way because there's no yeah, uh, but but why? Because somebody else is pushing their own agenda. Well, it's not the, that the Tesla's pushing his own agenda because he's making money, he's making bank. This is not about Tesla as far as doing that. We're being forced to because we're going gas is going to be all right. But why I, are we being forced to? Because we're taking away our gas opportunities. Gas is out there. Oh, the I agree. Problems out there with everything we can get. I think uh, eventually we would go to uh, electric cars anyway, but I, this is forcing us to go faster, and which is what they want. This is what they, they don't understand, though, that every electric car is, it's ends up having a, a huge carbon footprint as far as using um, uh, 
petroleum products to go into it. You know, even the batteries well, like are the wind, heavy. The and windmills use like what sixty gallons of oil or something like that. I've seen it's, it's crazy amount of oil that these wind, windmills use to save energy, but they use all this oil to. to well, have you them. seen any of the, uh, the windmills? I just on like TV oh, and they're huge. Oh, I was out in. The, no, they're very noisy. When I was out in uh, uh, like like- Western Kansas and uh, Eastern Colorado, there ever there's huge fields of them, and uh, I, I don't know that uh, wind power is the way of the future. I think wind power and solar power can can do on a small on a small basis. You could you could do your house on wind power and solar power. I think I don't think there's any way you could do on a on a larger uh, on a larger base. Y'all make my head hurt. Why are we talking about intelligence? Stuff I don't know why. That- <laughs> Well, what do you want to talk about there, uh, forehead? Do you feel left out? No. (laughs) You know what I think? I think my thought process is so superior to this electric car talking crap that it bores me. Oh, that's probably what it is. So in 10 years, when you're forced to buy an electric car, when you're you're brand new, there's going to be an electric Jeep Wrangler. Well, you know, they may be. And I just don't get it. You don't have any choice in the matter. All right. Bottom line is, I'm down with the electric car as long as it's cool. It I am fast. too. I've got no problem with electric car. Is it and is it not politically correct to say you both are gay? <laughs> well, it's not politically correct, but it's also not true. So, so that, that means, you're not getting electric car, you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably both right now because I can't afford an electric car. And things are still pretty high. I mean, to get an electric car, all, everything aside, say you decide you're going to get an electric car, what would be your criteria? Would it be why would I want one? Why would I want one? Why yeah. would I want one? Well, because you don't have to buy gas for it. You can sit there and charge it up at home. Yeah, but have you seen these? Uh, I looked at the, that Which, when my daughter first started driving, and those batteries are like, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm going to have a stupid answer. Somebody will correct me, I'm sure. But it's like $4,000 for the batteries yeah. and the thing. Yeah, so what? I don't know how long the last people keep keep putting 4000 bucks into an electric car. I mean, that's, Every see, time that's, you need a battery. They're... Um, I think from what I said, they need a, a breakthrough, a scientific breakthrough. Elon Musk is right on the verge of it. I mean, you can get a car that's, that goes 800 to 1,000 miles on a charge. Would you need more to go more than 800,000 miles on one charge, and you charge it back up in 30 minutes? Well, the thing about it is, are you going to be somewhere you can charge it up? Well, I mean, there's that. But there, these charging stations are popping up everywhere now. Well, the thing about it is, it, it is new You're technology. infrastructure. It's, too ne- it's new technology. And it doesn't have the infrastructure now that the gas no, has, no, everything else has, the convenience of it. And, you know, gas isn't that bad. I mean, I had gas just the other night, <laughs> and everyone's quite pleased with it. When I walked in here a while ago, it seemed like you had gas not long before that. So I'm looking at the uh, cost of Teslas, just out of curiosity, since we were kind of talking about that. The uh, the base <laughs> the base model is it. Can we guess? Yeah. Hold, Wait, yeah hold, the base model of Tesla five. is the like a, in 2020, Tesla Model Three, Model Three. What do you think? Take a stab at what you think it cost. Thirty-four five. I say forty-five. Thirty-five. 35, so, so you're closer now. Well, you got thirty-four five. Cheaper. So it's well, I was gonna work a deal. It's already I ain't paying cheaper. thirty-five. It's already cheaper than than what I thought it was. So now the, the Model X is, the, from what I can tell, the most expensive one. Does anybody want to take a stab at that? Seventy three ten. Uh, that's a pretty good guess, I'd say. All right, seventy nine. Yeah, eh, so I know my cars. 
<laughs> Whatever. So you go. So you gonna go trade your Jeep in for a Tesla? No. No. Because if you're gonna trade your Jeep in, I might go buy it. <laughs> what would you? I mean, what would what would it take for you to go buy an electric car? Well, at some point, if you know, it's got to be very economical to do that. It's got to be very, uh, you know, screw the environment. Practical, yeah, practical. Screw the environment. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now, you know, I'm I'm not a tree hugger, but I'm not one of these guys. I'll go someplace if I go hiking. I leave it better than I found it. And if I find a place about, it, I'll pick it up. You know, I'll leave it better than I find it. I'm all for about the environment and stuff. 100% support that, but no, come on. Let's talk. This is, this is, this is getting stupid. People are pushing their own agenda to make their own dollar and want us to buy into it. That's what that is. That's well, the bottom line. Well, it's not wanting us. They're, they're forcing us you to get buy these into bleeding it. heart liberals, these tree huggers that, uh, you know, all the, you know, the, you know, the environment there, you know, the, um, ozone layer, all this. Come on. We'll be dead by the time all this done. Don't worry about it. And you know what? What did it uh, take them help me to buy one? $79,990. Oh, really? Yeah. If I had that laying around, I'd definitely. And a rainbow one. sticker. There's nothing wrong with rainbows. And, and you know, he is, he is not on the, he's not on the good terms with the current administration stuff. He's there. With the new administration? Yeah. Why would it not be? Because, because he's actually got brains. No, you're right. He's he's parts past that, and, and he's saying, you know, especially with all this, this, and I'm probably gonna piss people off, and I don't want to get too much into, it, but the mass mandates are actually anti freedom and stuff, and they are, and you know, he's he's moving from California, which they don't like, and he's moving to Texas, which Everybody's they really don't California like, California and New York for some reason. Well, you wonder why tax base. Well, it's not just that. You know, another thing is I've, I've been listening to the, uh, we're going to end up bailing out uh, California, New York. We're going to, we're just going to end up doing it. There's no how way. About, how about we just, there's no how about take it. Take a it's chisel a and chisel out. California would fall off into the ocean and yeah, be a big chisel. <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, they have Maybe. a fault line out there. It's going to okay. fall into the ocean by, by itself. Okay, we'll say it's a jackhammer. Right. Okay, that's okay. better. Jackhammer. Right. Jackhammer. Well, you're, uh, being, uh, you're not being politically correct. It can be a Jack and Jill hammer. <laughs> a Jill hammer. Yeah, Jack and Jill. That's more politically correct. Did you see our new, uh, what was it, Secretary of Health? Is that it? It's something. <laughs> it's something. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's something. Yeah, what is wrong with people these days? You know, you, you, oh, no, don't get me started. Well, I'm if you don't know, if you're a guy or a girl, you got freaking problems. You don't need to be in politics. You don't need to be in the White House. Don't need to be any type of thing like that. Well, that's called gender dysphoria. If you dysphoria. got a wiener, you go to a man's bathroom. If you don't have a wiener, go to a girl's bathroom. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's called gender. There's a scientific risk, gender dysphoria. But we're it's not, not from this. For I, me, you're exactly right. For they're going to end up saying, ultimately, they're going to ban that term, gender dysphoria, mm-hmm. because it's not. If it's you not, can't, if you know, I'm sorry. I mean, they're banning. They're going to ban a lot of stuff. Well, we got completely into politics. I didn't want to, but they're going to end up banning a lot of thought. The thought police are out. And it's that old crow. We are drinking presidential whiskey tonight. Yep. Uh-oh. Look, uh oh. going for the paper. I'm going for the paper. All right, look, guys. We'd like to thank the great team. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me say it. We got. We got. We got to set it up, Bucky. We have. We need a. He's right. Yeah. Segway. Segway into that. We have a very official first read of our podcast. First time ever. For real. We didn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, Buck. Okay. All right. 
This is a this is a little uh, read for Deep Sea Stitching. Uh, we'd like to thank the great team over at Deep Sea Stitching in Belmont, North Carolina, for hooking us up with our custom bourbon and badges, the podcast embroidery work. It looks great. It does. Uh, when it comes to top quality embroidery work, Deep Sea Stitching can handle any size a job that you may need. Work. Embroidery work. Uh, you can look them up at the file on Facebook. You can email them at info at deepseastitching.com, or you can give them a call at 704-820-6497. If you're in the Belmont Abbey, you can go by their shop, which is located at 335 East Catawba Street in Belmont. You said Belmont Abbey. You did. You really did. You did. (laughs) You did. Did I really? Yeah, you did. You know, Buck's retired police officer, but he works full-time at Belmont Abbey Abbey College. Okay, let me finish. As, as a little plug, what that was. It was. That's deep sea stitching for all your embroidery needs. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, deep sea Thank stitching. Thank you very we much, brother. We appreciate all the hard work you guys did on our uh, shirts and hats. They, they look really, great. They, they really look. That? You really did. They look great. I mean, I'm really impressed with it. And guys, if you get the opportunity to give these people your business, we appreciate it and uh, let them know that you heard about it from Bourbon and Badges the podcast, and let them know that uh, we're getting the word out there. Excellent work. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, no you've you done quite well reading that, by hey, the way. The, the dean of your college will be able to appreciate that, too. <laughs> yeah, well, some little message there. Well, I mean, it's the, it's the Abbott, actually. The Abbott actually has the college. Oh, Where, where's Costello? See, that's not. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> he pointed to a buck for, for, the, for your viewing pleasure. Hound dog pointed the buck. Well, it's not for their viewing pleasure because it was not for my pleasure. Oh, your pleasure is everybody else's pleasure? Yes. You know, you used to be a master here in Gastonia. They, she had a sign over the back of her desk in her office. said, everybody blesses this office. Some when they enter, some when they leave. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very true. So your pleasure, you, you pleasure everybody, Buck. Some when you, some when you show up, some when you leave. All right, man. We are fifty-seven minutes into our podcast. So we got plenty more time. Is there anything you want to talk about? We I, I finally figured out what the buttery finish is. Butter. That's it right there. It kind of looks like butter. Good gosh! You talking about that? The watered down. Yeah, that's the uh, Callahan. Callahan with a big bottle of uh, ice in it. That's gonna be nasty. It looks this nasty. spear of ice is so big. If you if you're normal size man hands, you put your thumb, your middle thumb, middle thumb, middle finger to your thumb. It's bigger than that. That's a big piece of ice it is. Yeah, and it's it's actually pretty good. All right. You it's, like it's so you got like a buttery taste, it says. So you like bourbon with your with your water? Look, what do you say? I say hello. <laughs> How are you? You like your bourbon whichever way you yeah, like. Yeah, any way you like it. Exactly. So I like but, it with ice. But that's even lighter than a light beer. I'm telling you, it's not lighter. That's pretty good. I like it. I like it. I likes it. <laughs> All right. Certain talk about me. <laughs> Hound Dog's picking away over there. What's going on, Hound Dog? Hound Dog also is wearing a hat also made by Deep Sea Stitching. Deep Sea Stitching. Ultimately, we're going to end up with a uh, probably a store for you folks to maybe get some stuff off of. Uh, we're working on that. We're not, yeah. we're, we're not smart enough to figure it out. We'll no. And we're really tired of buying all. We were going broke. All this <laughs> <That's stuff. true. laughs> if I don't mind saying it. So yeah. if you'd like to volunteer some whiskey to us, we'd appreciate it. No, I don't man, mind bagging, bragging, or bagging what? I don't mind. You, you said bra- ba- what? I don't mind bagging, bragging. Bag. Uh, what are you saying? What's he saying? You bag are you saying something? begging or bagging? bagging. Oh, huh? 
I'm begging. I'm, I'm begging for some liquor. You're begging. That's what I said. No. What is no, that going in the room? You're saying bagging. You said I'm bagging for some liquor. No, I'm bragging. <laughs> so you don't even know what you're I'm saying. I'm bragging on the fact that I'm begging for liquor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all starting to make me mad. I'm sorry. Sorry. Say beg. Beg. Say brag. Brag. Why what come you, you cannot you, say brag? Second grade teacher. So I did say I'm. <laughs> pissing me off. You Go back drinking your water. Leave me alone. It's, it's bourbon colored water. Which All right, pretty good. We talked pr- prior to the podcast. Buck said he was hungry. We talked about ordering a pizza. What about a pizza? We should order a pizza right quick. Go ahead. No, gonna be here in the next five minutes. <laughs> no, no, no I'm right. not ordering pizza. No, I mean, I mean I've got. I'm, I'm I'm right in the throes of a diet right now. And it is, I know. Go ahead, <laughs> laugh, laugh. No, you said you're hungry. You said you, said you, you lost. Had, you said you lost three and a half pounds this week. I have lost three point two pounds in one week. I've lost six pounds. Well, I'm very pr- proud of. Okay. You. Well, you've been you, you've told us that four or five times since we've been. Well, then here. that makes like uh, nine pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I've lost more weight than you. You've you've proven to me that you can actually add three and six. I'll add a lot more than that. <laughs> All right. So. Let's get on our outline. I did not touch it. I did not touch it. Look, don't touch the podcast machine. Don't do it. I don't even know what to call See, it. See, you don't know what it's called. No. Why can you, how can you operate something you don't know what it's because called? Because you ne- you never told me what it was, what it's called. Well, you said it, it's Steve's. That's what it's called. Steve's. I'll tell you what. It's the soundboard, and I'll spin this around for the next podcast, and you can operate it. Well, it actually See, might work right next time. I then. can multitask. Watch this. <laughs> I made you laugh. Are you scared, Buck? Yes, you are. See? I'll hold my fingertips. And you're looking at it. You're looking at it. Is that a a scared sound or is it just like an apprehensive sound? It's more scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Well, shit. Let me do it a second time. That's kind of scary smart. Yeah. See? Don't be looking. Don't be looking. He's looking at it. Don't be looking. You can't even look over at the at his at his podcast. I'm getting machine. a little. I'm it's supposed a little to be box. It's supposed to be our machine, but no, it is our machine. Don't when, look at it. Don't even it, look at it. When it came time for paying, it was our machine. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I noticed that. But after buy. that, it's Steve's machine. Oh man! Yeah. If you even put your finger on near, no, it, oh. I'm the only one of the three of us can multitask. I can run a podcast. Run the. He's got a flyswatter that he just swings whenever someone gets a finger too why close is, to it. Wait, why is a fly called a fly in your pants? You open up your pants, you unzip it, it's called a fly. Why is that? Why is it called a fly? Is it because you hadn't bathed and it draws flies? No, we bathe. So why is it called a fly? Do you know the answer to this? I'm uh, hoping you're going to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. You both got computers under frame. Look it up. Why is a zipper runs, on a pants called a fly? Your, right, your flies down. You know <laughs> we'll zip up us now. <laughs> I don't hear me. I'll look it up. All right. How long is going to look it up? My computer is down. My oh. computer is down. Well, we're talking about flies. Well, my fly might be down, but the computer's down too. So that's a, you know, speak, that is an embarrassing thing to walk around. And you just forget something. And nobody tells you. Yeah. They'll look all the point and they'll laugh. Well, somebody will. But then you're wondering, okay, how many people noticed? <laughs> well, you know, the thing about it is, every time I walk around with my pants unzipped, it's more often than I like to submit. <laughs> they think I work at a zoo and walk carry around a python. 
No. Well, don't believe that. You know, it was an ABC store one time when I did that, and uh, I come walk, and then uh, some lady had come through, and she's like, I, I, "It's not that I really noticed, <laughs> but you did. But, but your flies down." And thinking about it, thank you for noticing, lady. Yeah, I mean, how do you handle that? Because I mean, I was, I'm, all right, don't use hand. Don't you fly down the same? I'm sitting there and trying to think about the last time I went to the bathroom. I'm like, how, how many people a, saw this? How come a woman's flies never down? I don't know, but how do you do it graciously? Without, I mean, okay. What you do is, no, what you do is, you look at me and go, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it. <clears throat> you ready? We're ready. All right, so. Uh, we went from outer space. I lost my place. To. Very electric, much inner space. Electric, electric cars to. <laughs> what's it called? A barn space. door. Why is the opening on men's trousers called a fly? With this in mind. 19th century tailors used the term fly for a flap of cloth attached to one end to cover an opening of a garment. So from the 19th, 19th century, which is 1800s, the tailors, that's what they called it. So does that have the same meaning when you talk about, hey, man, I'm fly? Is that, is that the same thing? For flap? you, probably so. Pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> that's pretty good, Buck. Yeah, you like and you are white. Yeah. Well, uh, you're an Indian from, from <laughs> Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> Native American from Scotland. Native American so you, from Scotland. So you thank all of the uh, garment makers back in the 1800s for uh, calling it a fly. That's you know, that's, that is a whole topic for a whole other show is when we sit there and actually talk about where uh, some of these things come from, some of these words. All right, man, we're a minute and five, hour and five minutes to do the podcast. How uh, dark, where can, they, where can people find us? On the internet. No, oh, there you go. Go in it. We'll be there. <laughs> you have a firm grasp of the obvious, Hound Dog. You can find us on all major uh, podcast applications. You know, not to name all of them because I don't know all of them. But just type Buck, in, type Buck in just bourbon. Unplugged. And, type in bourbon. Buck, I'm plugged. Type in bourbon and badges on your search engine, and you will find us. We're on twenty different outlets, actually. So we we are out there. The easiest way to find us, if you can't find us, is go to bourbon and badges. Google us, Bourbon and Badges, come up Bourbon and Badges podcast or Bourbon and Badges Buzzsprout, which is our host. Uh, and you can find us there. Also, we got a new thing going on, Buck. Do you want to inter- introduce that with the email? Oh, uh, Bourbon. <laughs> oh, bourbon and Badges at Yahoo.com. We are so screwed. Send me an yep. email and uh, uh, send us an email and uh, we'll respond to you if we can. Well, what we'd like to do is start an email base. We'd like to have your email address, and if we get your email address, you can send it to bourbonandbadges at yahoo.com. And doing that, what we'll do is we will send you a link each week to our podcast, so you can just get it from there. You don't have to go searching for us. And we'll give you all updates on our locations, where we're going to be at, what we're doing, what's going on, what type of merchandise we may have. and type can- of what? Merchandise. Merchandise. <laughs> what? You said merchandise. That's exactly what I you said. I did not say that. What kind of merchandise? I said merchandise. What kind of merchandise? I hate, you know, the thing about it is when when you get to the very top, people shoot at you all the time, (laughs) trying to bring you down their level. Yeah, you're really at the very top. And um, I appreciate you shoving that right at me while I'm I'm not ready for it. And I'm like, well, what? Well, you got the same outline I've got. Well, I know, but I don't have it in my hand. Well, you What is your fly? (laughs) What's in your hand? You're a nasty book. Microphone stand. So. All right. Yeah, bourbon and badges at yahoo.com. Uh, 
Buck will be handling that, and he'll be taking care of all the, the emails there. We'll send out a email, like, again, just repeat myself, let you know where what we're doing, where we're at, what's going on, what type of merchandise we've got, and we will send you a link to our upcoming podcast. And you will know also what's coming up in the prior podcast, prior uh, to anybody else knowing that. So if oh, you and can, send in some reviews as well. Please do. Please send in positive reviews. <laughs> we appreciate all positive make, reviews. Make something up. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. <laughs> send in some good reviews, and uh, we'll put them out there. If you send in a bad review, I'll read it. All right. Next. <laughs> yeah. We may, if it's good, we'll share it. If it's not, we're not going to probably say anything. I might say, hey, guys, we might need to do this, but I'm not going to say. Next week, we'll be covering police dark humor. <laughs> Which Does is that a, mean you're telling a joke in the dark? <laughs> Not turn the lights out and tell a See? joke or something? So you laugh at, when Hound Dog said you laugh. If I said that, you go, you're stupid. Why is that? That's a good question. Because he's Hound Dog and you're Steve. I'm slow, Brian. You're slow. Yeah, you're yeah, very slow. slow. You definitely that. All right, we're doing uh, Police Dark Humor and Very Old Barton. Ooh. You got a shout out to, to a ringgate pig? I do. In one second, I will. So, <laughs> all right, not to hurry or anything. Well, not, eight hundred. I don't care. An hour and a half. I'm, so, never mind. We'll have to uh, also thank Jesse Peterson for listening to our podcast, and he, Tammy, he, and Tammy. He, uh, Jesse, sent in a uh, a thing on Facebook. He said a little something funny today. I got back into the wife's car after coming out of the store. Driving his wife's car. That's funny. Yeah, they were. Uh, Jesse, get your own car. There's some guys talking on the radio. After a few minutes, I realized that I knew those voices. (laughs) (laughs) And turned it off. And they're idiots. (laughs) Turned it off. (laughs) But uh, he said he knew the voices. And after a few more minutes listening, he heard me laugh. And he knew who it was. Me being Hound Dog. Yep. And uh, we just want to say, Jesse, thank you so much for listening to our little crazy Yeah, Jesse, you and Tammy both. uh, Appreciate it. Thank all y'all for listening to us. All you first responders out there, be careful, please. Shout out this week goes to the Fairfield County Chapter of Renegade Pigs up in Connecticut. Yeah, we love you, boys. And remember, drink responsibly. Until next time. Throw the rest of the fucking toilet.